Well, Happy New Year 2023. Here we go <laughs> again. What to say about 2023? Well, a word about 2022. Something really touched my heart in 2022. I went to Syria for the first time in years. And I ended up in a place called Sayedinaya, known for its prison. The main political prison is Syria. But what I want to um, talk about is its other claim to fame. Sayedinaya was the prime place of pilgrimage for Syrian Christians. Oh, I know there's Malula, which is the traditional heart of Syrian Christianity, in so much as it's where everybody speaks Aramaic. Well, <laughs> not so many now, of course, but some still do, the language of Jesus. But Saida Naya, Saida means lady, Naya, our, our lady, is a shrine. At, at, right at the top of the hill there, there's this shrine to the Virgin Mary. And it's breathtaking. Well, breathtaking quite literally, because you've got to climb and clamber up many steps to get to the thing. But once you do, it's worth the climb. Not just for the view, which is spectacular, but the shrine to the Virgin Mary and the Christ Child is very lovely, really. There's a little grotto, and then above that, a church. And we met the lady, the Um Raisi, the Mother Superior there. And she opened the church for us. And my friend Siwa, who was with me, it was an important shrine as far as he was concerned, because his mother prayed for him there. And they have an orphanage, and he supports the orphanage, orphanage for abandoned girls or girls who've lost their parents. And, of course, there's more demand than ever after the war in Syria. Anyway, so what am I saying? Said and I, I went into this beautiful shrine, this church above the shrine, lit some candles for, really for the women that matter in my life. For instance, my wife, my daughter, Loveday, and others that I knew were in difficulties. And then I knelt to pray in front of this shrine, this, this, in this sacred place. And I prayed, first of all and foremost, for all the women that I had hurt in my life. And it was a poignant moment, really. And then I prayed for all those that had hurt me in my life, particularly the women, because this was kind of a, a feminine shrine, a shrine to the Virgin Mary. So I prayed for all of those who had hurt me in my life. Of course, sometimes you're talking about the same <laughs> the same woman. If you're very close to a person, for instance, my wife, I'm sure I've hurt her, and I'm sure she's hurt me at times in my life. And the same applies to others, my mother, and so on, people that are close to you. You have that kind of relationship. And then I extended that prayer, really, and prayed for the men that have wounded me, the men that I had wounded, and then the nations. Can you extend such a prayer to nations that wound us or hurt us and their leaders? Uh, Russia? Yeah, I think we need to. You know, if you carry around, there's this old saying, if you carry around anger and resentment, it's like carrying a hot coal waiting to see who you can throw it at. And we need, I think, at the end of 2022 to lay down some of our anger and resentment. And we have a colossal measure of it at the end of this difficult year. I mean, resentment. I have so many resentments. I resent China for giving us COVID. It nearly killed me. And it did kill a friend of mine. Uh, yes. 
I have I have resentments left, right, and center. But one must lay these things down, I guess. Everybody, we we all have hatreds and angers about people and and certainly leaders and and but individuals. And these times will continue to be challenging. They have been challenging. They've been challenging times. My my own daughter, Love Day, covered Ukraine at the height of the fighting. Again and again and again she went in for the Washington Post. Well, she's a war correspondent. What did you do? But uh, I, I thought, you worry, you know. These are challenging times. COVID has been challenging. All the desperate issues of this, this past year or two. And it calls for us to be strong. It demands strength from us. Because that's the only way you can meet these challenges that are knocking you. And sometimes it's necessary very necessary to step away from the negative. I noticed this with the people of Syria, because the people of Syria today, they are immensely impoverished because of Anglo-American sanctions and European and, you know, I, I mean, four or five years ago when I went there, nothing like now. Now uh, they live in crippling poverty, the ordinary people of Syria. I'm not talking about the elite. The elite, of course, live fine. Fine, happy lives. No, the ordinary people of Syria, and indeed Lebanon, but the ordinary people of Syria live under crippling Anglo-American sanctions. I say Anglo-American because we're in the lead on on this, on on the use of sanctions. Destructive. I mean, you want to hire somebody, if you can offer somebody $70 a month, they're yours for life, uh, and they'll work 24-7 for you in Syria. Because people in Syria are utterly, utterly on their uppers. They've got nothing now. And acute poverty is something to see. But people in Syria have their hearts filled with hope. Why is that? Because the war is over. By and large, I know on the northern side, up by Idlib, everybody's killing everybody still. But most of mainstream Syria, the war is over. And what, I mean, yes, of course, the Israelis bomb, this happens, that happens, but by and large, the war is over, Syria's, Syria's calm. And so people in the midst of crushing poverty are happy? Well, they've got something positive to accentuate. Their young men are no longer going to die and die and die. And that applies to you and me, you know, in our lives. We are facing tough days. We need to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. It's so important. The other things we can do, of course, help. Exercise, walking the dog, finding moments of quiet, being still. These matter. Dealing with the difficult years of chaos which we have lived through and which we will continue to live through. Diversions help too, you know. A little drop of whiskey or or going to the cinema or whatever it might be that diverts you. But ultimately, diversions are kind of dopamine as opposed to serotonin. And we need the, the happy, happy element that comes from finding hope, finding ways forward. The past is dead. You have to seek inspiration. We all need to seek inspiration. I do, certainly. Depression. My father suffered from depression. He used to call it the black dog. The Winston Churchill used to call it the same thing. That generation called it the black dog. And it's hard to find your way out of it. And we've got, had depressing times in this world of ours. 
But if we focus on hope, if we seek inspiration, if we listen to the still small voice within each and every one of us, then then we can look forward. These things matter in a world filled with chaos. Will things change? The world may not change. The pressures on you and I and the people we love may increase. Price of oil affecting the daily lives of older people and across the world. Things may get worse. Troubles may multiply. But we can change. You and I can change as we face 2023. And our response can, must, and will be to be strong, not to let the buggers get us down, to be strong, to walk tall in these desperately difficult times, and that way we can help others who are not so strong. And it's not a question of power or or, or privilege. It's just a question of lifting your own heart. We need to do it. We have to do it. We can do it because it's all we can do in the difficult days we've been living through and may yet still have to face. We can be strong. We must be strong. We shall be strong. We will be strong. God bless you. And we do wish for peace on earth and a better year ahead in 2023. Thank you.